Pesachim Daf Membet, the last thing we were discussing was eating the Korban Pesach early or eating it not correctly at the time of uh, the night of Pesach. And we left off with the Braita if a, uh, at the end of Mem Aleph Amud Bet, which said that if a person ate the roast early, he's Hayav. If you ate a Kezait of it semi-cooked at night, you're Hayav. And there's a love on both of them. And we said that the love by na, when it's semi-cooked, I understand. It says, al na. But we asked the question, but with roast, how do we know that not eating it roast is asur? So we explained, it says, ve'achiluta basar you have to eat it, by yom, no. And so we asked, wait a second, but that's a love that we learned out of an aseh, and that you, that's not considered love, it's considered an aseh. So we ended up saying, Rav Hasla said that that's Rabbi Yehuda who holds that is a love. And he was about to prove it, and with that we'll start, Mem Bet Amur Aleph, the first line in, uh, third word on the line where it says Betanya, and the proof that Rabbi Yehuda holds that a love that comes from an Aseh is a love, Betanya. It says, Shor Vaseh Sarua, if one eye is bigger than the other, Vekalut, of, or, or this uh, sheep or this uh, cow has his hooves stuck together, Nedava Ta'aseh Oto, you're allowed to make it a donation, meaning you could use it as bedekabayit, meaning just sell the, the worth in cash, but not give it as a korban itself. Oto atamat pis le bedekabayit, dafka it for cash. Ve'e atamat pis temimim le bedekabayit. But if it's if it's a beautiful korban without any blemishes or any problems, you can't use that for bedekabayit, meaning the cash worth. You have to give it as an actual korban. Mikan amru. And from here we learn that anyone who says that uh, this uh, this cow that is perfectly fine is going to be for bedekabayit, meaning only for the cash worth, we're going to transfer the kedushah to cash. Is it, it gets uh, it goes against an aseh. Now, only a la aseh belot aseh minayin. How do I know that you even get a lot aseh? Tamud lo mar by the bear Hashem el Moshe lemor. Rebuda said the entire parasha of the mumim by the korbanot is going to is, is a lot ase. How'd you learn that Rebuda figured that everything here is going to be a love? Lemor means there's a law that was said on everything over here in the parasha, that means it's a love. Berav Amre, Berav, the Bed Midrash of Rav, they explain a little bit differently. Le more, split in half, love and more. Everything is a love over here. Now, let's go back to the Mishnah. Metash Misho Shel Nachtom, the water that the baker uses. We said they have to be thrown out. There's a little bit of dough left over there, and we're always worried that uh, they're going to be Hametz. Therefore, you got to spill it. Tane Shofchin Bimkom Midron. One uh, on one brayta says that we spill it in a place that there's a slant, but we don't uh, spill it in a place that it collects and stays over there. Maybe there's cracks, and maybe some of the water with the hamitz is going to stay there. And another brayta says where we could even spill it even in a place where it's going to just stay over there. So there's no contradiction. We said it's asur when there's a lot of water. The kavut's gonna stay over there and not move. They can become hamets. If there's not a lot of water, it's okay. The lo kavut they're not going to stay there a long time. 
they're going to uh, be absorbed into the ground, and it's not going to have time to be hametz. Amar Yehuda, Isha lo talush ela b'maim shelano. A lady should not knead the dough unless she uses water that spent the night. You drew the water, you left it uh, covered overnight. And as she explains, because in the days of Nisan, in the spring, there's a certain heat that's underground, it makes the water hot, let it cool off. And then Afkamina would be is, is it a time thing? Meaning if I, if I drew the water in the morning and the, later in the afternoon, which is eight, ten hours later, the amount uh, it is at night, can I use it now? Or does the Bidafka have to be overnight? And then the question would be, Let's say I drew the water an hour before Alot Is that okay also? And uh, we go to the Rishonim over here. But either way, Rav Yudah said it has to go overnight. Now, Darashar of Matna Bepapunya. Rav Matna went and taught this in Papunya. Over there they speak Hebrew. And Lemahar, I took Kule Alma, Hatzbayu, Vatulagabe. The next day, everyone came to him with their, uh, with their jugs uh, in order to fill up water from him. Give us water. And what's the idea? When he when they when he said when he said Shelanu, they understood they understood means our water. Shelanu means ours. But what he really meant, I'm talking about water that's spent over the night. And this Fatimit says the story was brought over here to show us that when Hacham is giving a drashan in Chot Pesach, he has to be specific with his language as to not mix up the people. Darash Rabbah, Rabbah now taught, Isha lo talush b'chama, Aleh should not need dough when she's in the, in the heat of the sun because the, the heat of the sun might make the dough hametz, velo b'chameh chama, and not with water that was heated up by the sun, velo b'maima gerufin min hamulyar, and that with water that just was taken off the urn, and she shouldn't pick up her hands from the oven, meaning she should be continuously dealing with the with the with the dough until she's finished the entire bread or matzah. And the idea, as she explains, that she should constantly be dealing with the dough. However, the reef and the run say. You're allowed to stop for a second to deal with the oven, to add the log into the fire, to move the coals. And all this is allowed according to them. The only thing is there's a rosh over here that explains something extraordinary. Is if you, and we say there's a shi'ur meal about 18 minutes uh, in order for the, the, the hamits to start the happening. That's if you leave the dough untouched. But the minute you started kneading the dough, at that, the minute you left it for even one second, that's when the hametz process starts. And that's why you'll see in a lot of matzah shmura, uh, the, the shita of the rosh is not to leave the, 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 the dough, not even for one second, because the minute you leave it for one second, that's when the hametz process started. Okay. Uh, you need two bowls of water, a hache mekatefe to boil, one to put on the one to put the water on the dough, and the other one to cool off her hands to make sure that her the heat of her hands don't make hamets. Uh, Is the question? She used hot water now. I'm explaining the safek according to Rashi, but there's about three different shitot. There's Rashi's perush, who is talking about uh, dafka hot water. There's the Rabbeinu Hanel who said 
everything that we said you're not allowed to use, she used. And then there's the Rambam Shita who said that the question over here is discussing if you use the hot water or hot water from that was heated by the sun, but not the, the case, for example, if she uh, was kneading dough outside in the heat of the sun. Okay, so if she ended up kneading and the dough did not become Hamid's mouth, is it Asur or not? Mozutra Amar Mutar. Mozuta says mutabli avad. Ravashi Amar Asur. Rashi explains because we're punishing the person, we're going to give him, we're fining him because he went against the Rabbanan. And the Rishonim ask over here on Rashi, uh, okay, if it's a fine, then if, if if she did it by mistake, what would be the case? Okay. Amar Mozutra mena aminala. How do I? Mozutra says, why do I say it's mutar? Detanya says en lotetin haseorin bePesach. We don't soak barley on Pesach. And if you did soak, if they blew up and they cracked, then they are sur, the hametz. If they didn't blow up and crack, then they mutar. And bottom line is, you see that even though the khadhila, you're not supposed to do it, but if you did do it, it's mutar, and therefore we don't find a person. Ravashe explains what's the reason I'm Oser. You can't prove from the soaking. All the isurim of Pesach, of, of uh, making the dough, make hametz, all the isurim were taught with the same uh, with the same idea. They were all sewn with the same string. Hechad de itmar, itmar, whatever it was said, it was bad. Vehechad de lo itmar, lo itmar, whatever it wasn't said. It wasn't said, I meaning wherever there's a gzera, there's a gzera. When there was no gzera, there's no gzera. You can't compare cases. So over here, we're going to find you and say it's us. Or in other cases, that might not be the case. Hadran alach kol sha'ah. Now we're starting the third parak. Ve'elu obrin ba'pesach. Rashi explains these things you're over on balirei ba'nimatzeh. Tosfor explains these are the things that you get out of your house. That obrin over here doesn't mean over as an avera. Obrin means get it out of your house. Kutah a porridge with uh, I guess dough in it. Kutah habavli. Ve'shechar hamadi some sort of alcohol from mead. Ve'chometz ha'adomi. Vinegar from Edom. Ve'zitum hamitzri an Egyptian beer that they use for uh, medicinal purposes. Ve'zoman shaltzabain a broth a liquidy mixture of uh, painters. Ve'amilan shaltzabain or well ba- uh, well worked dough. That uh, bakers do. Vekulan shel sofrim, glue of the sofrim. Rebili Ezer Omer, after shiten nashim, even the jewelry of women. And the Gemara is going to explain each case. Zehakelal, this is the rule. Kol shehum mimin dagan, anything that's from the five grains, it became hametz, harazi over, ve pesach, yir over on pesach, or you throw any house on pesach. Hare elu bazhara. These are all uh, just a warning. Love. Ve'en ba'em mishum karet. You don't have a karet on it. So now the Gemara explains. Tanu Rabbanan. Shiloshad varim ne'emarim bekutah habavli. So the first thing we discussed was kutah habavli. First things first. Metam tem etalev blocks up your heart. Um samet ainai makes you blind. Um chish taguf makes a person weak. Metam tem etalev mishum nasiobe dehalba. It makes it blocks up your heart because of whatever the water, the milk water that's inside of it. And it makes you blind because of the strong salt, the that's over there. It makes the body weak because the mold of the bread. 
And now we understand why it's Asur on Pesach, because of that uh, bread. Three things make a person have a lot of excrement. They lower your stature. And it takes one five hundredth away from the light in a person's eyes. Pat kibar, coarse flour bread. And raw vegetables. We have another They make you have less excrement. stand you up straight. And brighten your eyes. These are it. Pat nikia, clean bread, fine flour bread, basar shaman, fatty meat, beyain yashan, old wine. Pat nikia, desmida, fine flour, basar shaman, fatty meat, desfirta de lo iftah, of a goat that didn't give birth yet. Yain yashan, atik, atike, at least three years old. Kol and every food there's pluses and minuses. It's good for this, bad for that. bad for this is good for that. Bar except moist ginger, and long peppers. clean bread, fatty meat, old wine. They help the entire body. Now the Gemara is going to explain the other things in the Mishnah. Shechar Hamadi, the mead beer. They put inside of it the water of barley. Adomi, the vinegar from Edom. They put barley inside of it. Amar of Nachman, in the beginning when the Beit HaMikdash was there, when they would bring the, the, grapes, uh, the, the grape juice, the wine for the Nesachim from the Yehuda area, in the Zuchut, I guess, of Yehuda, their wine would never become vinegar. They have good wine. Until you put barley inside. And they would call that uh, vinegar, just stam vinegar. And now that you don't bring Nisachim, the Abracha from Yehuda left and it went to Edom. And therefore, the same thing, their wine does not become vinegar until they put inside barley. And they call it the Edom vinegar. To go with what the Pasuk says. Tzor said, with Tzor's Edom, they said about Yerushalayim, when it gets breaks down, now I'm going to fill up. Why? If one gets filled, the other one gets destructed. If this one's destruction, that one's filled. Maharsha says, this goes back to the exact words of Yitzhak Avinu, Everything goes to Yaakov and Isaf gets nothing. And when there's no Beit Mikdash, no Yain, no nothing, then all the brachot go to Isaf. It's like a back and forth. Rav Nachman Baritz Hak Amar Mihacha from here. And he understood it as when this guy goes up, the other one goes down. Tanya Amar Yehuda Bihuda in Yehuda Berishona before the Horban Lokea Homets Ma'amaritz. If you get vinegar from Amats, their vinegar would come not from grape juice, but rather from water soaked with the skin of grapes and grape pits. 
So and and you only give maaser from actual uh, grape juice. So their vinegar, you don't they're, if they're making it a different way, you don't have to give maaser on it. But now there's no better mikdash, and the taste of the wine is gone, and it becomes vinegar right away. And they make uh, they make vinegar from actual wine. Because today it probably came from wine. So now the Gemara asks, Did Rav Yehuda really hold a temed? You don't have to give ma'asir on it. We have a Braita, we have a Mishnah really. A person's making temed. And you put in a certain amount of water. You wake up in the morning and you see the same exact amount of water, nothing grew. Patur, you don't have to give maser. You can see it's all water, and there's really nothing to the to the sediments or the the grape skin that you put over there. you still Why? Because if it looks like wine, tastes like wine, you gotta give maser. So you see that rebuda is mehayev maser and temet. Sigma explains This is what he meant. Lo that thought there we're not suspecting them of not giving Maser on Temet since it's so easy, just mostly water, so like so it wasn't a big deal for them to do it. Or you could say we do uh, we do worry that they didn't give it, but still look a velokasha ha bidarvaka ha bitfurtsene. Rebiudaz mehayev to give maaser from the temid when you made bidravaka when you made it with sediments and then there's real wine in there. When you made it with the grape seeds, it's not really much in there and therefore you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't have to give the maaser. Vizituma mitzri, this Egyptian beer. Maizituma mitzri, what is it? Tana of Yosef, tilta sa'areh, third barley, tilta kurteme, vitilta milha. A third safflower, a third salt, Rapapa Rapapa takes out barley, puts in uh, wheat. The Simanechan the Siman the Rav Yosef is one who said the Seorim barley. Sisni, Samech Samech, Seorim and Yosef, even though it's Samech and the Sina are different, but they sound the same. Tarul Lehu, Vekalu Lehu, Vetahane Lehu, they soak it, they burn it. They, they roast it and then they grind it and they drink it from Pesach until Shabuot and it helps why if a person has trouble going to the bathroom it helps and if a person is going too much it stops him if someone is sick a pregnant woman it's dangerous it makes them go to the bathroom too much they explained it. white water that they used to uh, to paint the leather to make the leather red. The well needed dough. It's uh, it's bread made from a grain that didn't uh, fully ripen, uh, not even a third. They put it on top of the pot. Veshoevet as Raman, it takes all the filth. Vekolan shall sofrin. Hacha targumad. Here we explain it. Perura de ushkape. It's the glue that the shoemakers use. Ravshimi mehoznaa amarna. Ze tipulan shall benot ashirim. This is what the rich girls take care of themselves to make to take off their hair from their body they leave it over for poor girls to use
Ini, is that true? Can you really say, explain that that's what it means? Rabbi Hayya said, look, we brought in seven things in Mishnah. Four of them is meant for everyone to use. And three for experts in their field, professionals. If you want to call that this kolan is tipulan shel benot asherim is what the rich girls use to take off hair. My mine umanut ika. What uh, you can count it as one of the three that's meant only for professionals in the Mishnah. Ve'elamai. So what do you want to say? Pirade ushkape. Then you want to call the glue of the shoemakers. Amai kare lehai kolan shel sofrim. Then why would we call it the glue of the sofrim? Kolan shel ratzanim mibayde. We should call it the glue of the shoemakers. No, really, it's the glue of the shoemakers. So why do we call the glue of Sofrim? Sofrim use the glue to have the paper stick together. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.